Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested, your, yes, your favorite movie review podcast. I'm Jane Ellen. I'm Adam Cravens. And we have us in our presence, The Bill. The Bill. It's the, I believe, what they named the dollar bill after, After? if Mm -hmm. I remember uh, correctly, his origin story. This is true. Speaking of which, I saw a $2 bill today. And the woman whose person which I was looking didn't seem to find it as fascinating as I did. I mean, they're they're rare to see them out I in the know. wild now. It's it's like seeing like what a, a cockatoo or something. It was almost like I was invading her personal space, but it's like there's a two dollar bill there. She's I just can't like, just let that go. She's like I'm I'm having none of that. I'm I'm over here. I'm from much. Charleston. I don't care. But that was pretty much it. Anyway, they never really caught on. People need to understand that my inner monologue um, dominates what I'm allowed to think. Mm-hmm. And if it comes up on there and it's a $2 bill or it's, you know, like a, a multi, multi-breaded multi like hamburger, like it, that's the thing that I'm going to think about and talk about until I don't have any inf- more information about it. Mm-hmm. And we always have a lot of information. So Sometimes relevant, sometimes... Mostly ear. Irrelevant. Yeah, we had... A 20-minute conversation about Bill Shatner earlier. So, Just 20 minutes? Well, Just 20. Initially, like, Why? they had... Did you uh, not? They described it as, as a discussion. And I was like, guys, it was really more of a symposium. I talked for 20 minutes, <laughs> and all of you nodded. No, it, it really was just basically a TED Talk. They, <laughs> what, they, they were... Why didn't you record it? They were in some way, I felt, impugning William Shatner. And it was about Star Trek V, so oh, I, see. I understand. Okay. But... I always come to his defense, even when I don't know the people that they're like, if I just randomly hear a conversation and I heard somebody, let's say, somehow, somehow impugn William Shatner, I find the need to defend him. Yes. Who doesn't? Like, I mean, but like I'm Ben Matlock or oh, like Perry Matlock. Mason, like. He deserves it. Or or it's, you know, a to kill a mockingbird. That's how I go. Yana, Yana, I, I understand that you have your own personal feelings about William Shatner. <laughs> but I'm here today to prove to the jury. Like, that's that's that's, that's how nice. I do. Yeah. Well, oh, we want to say hello to Ed Thompson, who is our second faithful listener, Wendy and Ed. I'll take that. So we, we have two people who listen regularly, or at least admit to it. I know there are others. I think it's I think it's a guilty pleasure. I we're, really think it is too. I, I think we're like eating the entire pie like the day after Thanksgiving. Like <laughs> you don't tell people, you're just like, Oh yeah, I had some turkey and then I ate two An pecan pie. pies <laughs> in their entirety. Like it put mm. me in a, a sugar coma. Um I had a stomach ache and I didn't wake up for three days, but my goodness, those pecans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never tell anybody about those pies I eat. They just have to look at my silhouette. <laughs> you know, who or the or the frisbee pans, it. and they're like, "Where did that pie go?" I it, don't. It's it's been robbed. It takes a lot of work to achieve this shape, you know. And um, some people just don't have the stamina for it. Right? They just don't got what it. I've been takes. working on a rhombus like for years, but like shaping your body into that is yeah, it's no good. Hard. You, you got lucky with diabetes. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a big help for you. I I just want to pause for a moment and. <laughs> You got lucky <laughs> with diabetes. Okay, that's, it's like looking at a 12-year-old and being like, man, you really lucked out with that acne. <laughs> Brother, I'm just you a, got lucky, it's cystic. Half full, glass half full kind of guy. I guess. So, I mean, to be fair, I do watch what I eat now. I know. You are um, a food Nazi. 
That's uh, wow. Like I got lucky with diabetes <laughs> and I'm a Nazi. That's this is a Nazi. day. This is quite the day. So as usual. Takes us ten minutes. Oh, not yet. Before we, we, I know we have a lot. Before we've to even say. mentioned the name of the film that we're Any reviewing. Guesses? Okay, we'll tell you, The Grinch. First, one must ask, why? Well, why? Because the world is ran by IPs. All right. That's. That, I mean, honest okay, to goodness, there are some people who might not know what an IP is. It's in- not Internet Protocol. No, though that would be strange that I would be invoking internet protocol <laughs> while talking about the Grinch. Unless you were one of those Westworld bots. I don't. I don't even think that's what they call them within the fembots. The con- yeah. No, nope, they're not. No, there are no fembots. I'm pretty in. sure they're fembots. <laughs> Have you seen any episode of Westworld? I just saw the movie, but I'm sure there are fembots. Shagadelic fembots. Wait a minute, what? Right, right. So, cross-margination. Um, because of uh, intellectual property. Um, essentially, you, you don't want to have to educate the public about what it is you're trying to sell them. Because that's just that much more, like, ad time you're going to have to buy up. Like, if I've got an original property, I have to make you want to come see that. Like, the reason why the Marvel movies are so popular at this point, like, they have built that IP, like... No franchise that I can think of has been able to do. When you see the name Marvel, there are a lot of people that they're just they're going to see that movie. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. Three years ago, my son looked at me and said something that I never thought I would ever hear. Dad, I want to be Ant-Man for Halloween. Holy, holy cow. If you would have told me that when I was eight, that any kid would ever say they wanted to be Ant-Man for any reason. Three years ago, my youngest said I want to be the wasp. Therefore, I made her a bumblebee. (laughs) You were just like, I didn't, that's, what, there's another kind of wasp. <laughs> but I, like, I worked with what I had. You, they, like I said, you have, they have built that up so much that you'll, you'll just go see that movie. And Dr. Seuss is a very strong IP. Now, granted, the Cat in the Hat, Mike Myers' uh, version, Mm-mm. was apparently so terrible that Seuss's uh, widow said they could no longer do any live action versions of his books anymore. Like if that tells you anything that the, the, the widow of the creator steps in and just goes, no one can ever do anything like that again. You made it so terrible. So does that mean it predated Seussical the musical? Cause that's live action. I, I think it means like a, a film, movie. Okay. film adaptation. All right. Even though that is live and it is in action of, of sorts. And we could go on, I'm sure, for a good hour about how did the Cat in the Hat become Martin Short? Because I cannot see anything Cat Hattery without the You're mincing. You're talking about like the PBS yes, but series? Yes, but the mincing, the this, that's like, oh, that's Martin Short. That's Martin Short. No, the the Mike, if you, if you haven't seen the Mike Myers, oh, the I Cat have. in the Hat, don't. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, like, you have dodged that bullet, like... Uh, the, the Lord has smiled on you this day. Count your blessings. Okay, Adam. Yes. What if okay. you had to choose between Cat in the Hat and the Love Guru? I would... What's the third option? Is There is no third option. Is, is a cyanide this pill... This is not the Kobayashi like, Maru. Is that also a... That, man, that is the no-win scenario <laughs> right like, there. Well, what are you going to watch? Oh, my God. I'd, I'd reprogram the Kobayashi Maru. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Okay, so getting back to the movie you actually saw, that would be The Grinch. Yes. 
first, uh, we'll t- we'll actually talk about the movie first. How about that? We can do that. We'll okay. change things up. Sure. Tell me about the Grinch. Is it's animated? It's it's not live action. Is no, it? no. Because I could actually see Benedict kind of Grinchy. I could I could see that he would be a believable like. Yeah, there's a whole. F- He's got such an unusual facial structure, isn't it? Man, you guys are just tossing out some hate to be like. No, I have I love diabetes. Him. I'm a Nazi. And Benedict Cumberbatch has such a weird face. He does, because he can look so different. Somet- he, just, he just turned off the podcast. Sometimes I look at him and go, he is so handsome. And then the other times I look at him and it's like, it's, it's as if someone smushed all of his cheeks up under his eyes. And like, and he's down to like a triangle at the bottom of his face. And it's like, fascinating. One of the... Oddest things I love that, him, though. that I noticed about this movie, and I'm going to a lot of the comparison I'm going to be doing so it's animated. will be yeah, okay. to the Jim Carrey movie, which was live action. And I know your feelings on it, but comparing <laughs> it comparing it to the made for TV holiday special is not fair. Like it, it's like comparing any other Superman to Christopher Reeve. Like there 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 is no comparison. Both of them are taking heavy elements from that movie. It just that that is the best version of the Grinch. Like. I, I don't want to say it definitively, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, no one will ever touch that Grinch, no, no matter how many versions of it that they do. It's perfect. That is going to be the quintessential, like, Grinch. They, I, I don't think it's something that that's ever going to coalesce like that again. The backstory that they give the Grinch and kind of the the reasoning for, like, what he is doing in this movie is more realistic than the live action ver- like the live action version felt more like a cartoon but the cartoon and the performance that Benedict Cumberbatch gives in this movie almost has like a a pathos like to it feels more real than the live action version did even though it is actually the cartoon watching the live action was i'm sure somewhat akin to waterboarding i'm guessing I, I think there are a lot of things wrong with that movie. <laughs> However, but I wanted to I, love it. I like Carrie as the Grinch. I know you like Carrie, but it, yeah, it, you like Carrie. It really. I think it's one of those things that I love him so much. Like I can't see when he does wrong. Like I, I just I can't quit him. Well, right. and, and you have the lasting legacy of this is Christmas, right? Like the Faith Hill song. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Every yeah. year we are treated in quotation never... to that song <laughs> with oh, me I've singing it. Oh, I played that song. Oh, with me sing- not no, not playing it. Like I don't play it fondly and remembering oh, it. Oh, no. Like I rock it out and I usually do it in like a I will find like a blues singer whose voice I will try to like imitate. Yeah. Yes, and I will then sing sing it in that. I see. It's it's uh it's horrible. I can only imagine what other people think when they have to hear it, but I think it's hysterical. I think that's great. And I find a reason to do it, often at inappropriate times. Well, that has value to me. I mean, but when the live action came out and I was sure I was, why? But still, I thought, well, this could this could be great. It's got Ron Howard. I will I will remind you, it in the U.S. alone, it made like $270 million. And I complained with every dollar I read about it. It's like, what is wrong? With you people Did, what I, i'm just saying and, and it's like the english patient they just keep going for for what it's worth 
I I was wondering why they had done one so soon. I'm just like, well, the Jim Carrey version just came, and then I did math. Yeah, was it 20 years ago? No, it's just uh, just 18. Just Only 18, 18 years okay. ago, I was like, oh dear. The there is a longer distance between when they made Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Menace. Like, there's a shorter span of time wow. than the difference between Grinch movies. Okay, that's, so that's how much time has passed. So, my perception of time is wrong so we're going to treat this more like halloween everything in the middle ignore that and we'll just do a comparison yes, this is not of this the is not the expanded the, u- the expanded okay. grinch universe okay <laughs> so he it starts at a different point in time he's um, not going all the noise 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 it is not a direct adaptation of the the snippet does of, he say noise 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 not noise. not in the way that he, Does he have a British accent? Does he solve crime? Well, I don't think. Been, wow, I would watch that. Yes. Man, if you need a Grinch TV show, like uh-huh. amalgamating Sherlock yes. and the Grinch while Benedict Cumberbatch is playing. Oh, dear. Yes. And he solves the Seuss mysteries. Well, Seuss there are so many. M- Misocity. I, whatever. I don't know what the name of it is yet. Yes. Yes. I'm, I agree like that. There's Netflix. So where does it start? Um, you you are getting like chronologically. Where does the yeah, film yeah, like, or, or what what time period does it? Co- either. I'm just curious. You ask a question. I want to make well, sure that I answer it before I run off into a tangent. I've seen the other one a gajillion times. So it's it's about the the point that um the Jim Carrey film started. It's okay. slightly before Christmas. I have slightly before Christmas that movie from my mind because it, it caused me too much pain. I don't. I don't know when that started. I think you're. I think you are. You're. Maybe there's some hyperbole, maybe. like with your hatred of that film. I, I have a nine year old, and for the last nine years, oh, I bet he has. we have <laughs> tried to find good Christmas movies to watch. We've not yet watched that movie, and we watch at least ten every you, year. Wow. I'm. I'm just gonna say. I think, and may, maybe my blind love of Jim Carrey is. Is is daredeviling me like in this situation? If I have to put the live action on our usual comparative line of Toy, Toy Story, Story to to um, Human Centipede, Human Centipede. That's that's it's, our scale. It's falling more. That, that's, it's falling more. Everything centipede. Basically, everything falls in between those two movies. Every movie that has ever been made, ever will mm-hmm. be made, falls somewhere in between Toy Story. And the this, human this is my new scale. That's yes, it's it's, it's the Jane Ellen scale, and uh, I expect a Wikipedia page on it at any time. You can apply it to anything. And like, and it doesn't even like we're not even certain exactly what it quantifies. She'll just be like, "Where does this fall? Where does this movie fall?" And I'm like, "Well, it there, it's animated, so I guess it's closer to Toy Story." Yes. Like, every answer I give is a question. I'm just like, I don't. It, what is it? It unlocks the mind in such mysterious ways. It, it, I mean, it really does, and it's, so. it's applicable to any situation, any situation where your pain, the pain that you're feeling right now, where is it on a scale from Toy Story to Human Centipede? What if they made the Human Centipede with all Grinches? Or what was it? We decided we use get the people that made a Bug's Life to remake Human Centipede <laughs> and do it in a Pixar. For, see, that's, 
it, it applies everywhere. And you don't even know what to say after you've reached that point that you're like, oh, I finally quantified it. And then you're like, wait, no. What have I done? I don't. I'm confused. Now that we're 16 minutes in, I need to ask, did you like the movie? I found it satisfying. But again, I still don't think it touches the original. Like it. I think it does a lot of stuff right. I'm sure that it's going to be popular. Um, the as the Illumination films like tend to be Despicable Me. Um, Who else is in it? Uh, Angela Lansbury and Angela Lansbury shows up at one point, mm-hmm. which is nice because I I had assumed that she was gone. At what's this wrong point, with you? I, that listen, woman wh- na- what's will the last, last forever. What is the last thing you heard that Angela and do not say murder she wrote because that went off the air twenty five years ago. After Murder, she wrote, isn't that when you, she what did you immediately after, after that? Didn't she then go to do Anna Grace? What's the Barber of Seville? What's the the Demon Barber of Fleet Street? Sweeney Todd. When did she do Sweeney Todd? Okay, you're. I just asked you what name me the last that you're asking. You're asking me now. I'm I'm pointing out what is what has she done in the last let's say okay. fifteen years? Something. Do not. No, do I not have get to. your phone. I. She's done, I know she has done some Broadway appearances in the past 15 years. However, I cannot name them. I can name her first film, though. Was that a little Mrs. Potts that I heard in there? <laughs> but now I need to know, what does she voice? The dog? She's like the mayor or the, I don't know, the constable. Did, did or... you just answer her question? The Maybe, possibly. Mrs. Potts? I'm not, that would be great if that was her name. No, Mrs. Potts is the name of her character Correct. from Beauty and the that's Beast. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's probably the last time we saw her. Well, I think, I think Murder, She Wrote ended after she was Mrs. Potts. And let me just tell you, I love that movie. Murder, She Wrote went into the 90s? I'm next, I think it ran up to like 95 or 90s. Like, Murder, She Wrote was on like, not quite as long as Gunsmoke, but I'll bet you, like, there could have been a crossover at some point. It was on so long. I'd watch that crossover, by the way. Let's see. I'm trying to find... Oh, I went to the wrong place. Angela Lansbury time no, travels back to the Old West to help Matt Dillon. Oh, my good. I've done it again. Always Matt Dillon. I have it? nothing but good ideas. Good night. It's like all of a sudden I can't use the internet properly. It's Angela Lansbury. Shut it down. She's the Matrix. <laughs> um, I know she's done stuff. You, okay. You've been potsed. Wow, Beauty and the Beast was 91? Yeah. Okay, she's gotten five Tonys, six Golden Globes, and... I didn't say she's not, she's lived a hollow life. I, I just, just said, what has she done in the last 25 what years? What have you done for me lately? I just went... I should have gone to IMDb. This is why people listen to this show. Because To, to listen to us rambling. go to ID, IDM, yeah. <laughs> IDMB. <laughs> Much like my sister who reads the internet to me, uh, we're just here to look stuff up and... Read the internet. And in a moment of Grinchception. Yes. It appears that she starred with Mr. Carey in Mr. Popper's Penguins in well, 2011. There there was the place I couldn't go with Jim Carey. Like that Mr. Popper's Penguins, like I couldn't make it through the movie. I really? Just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. See, that looked like it would be not irritating. No, it like... You, you remember when Eddie Wait Murphy... Wait a minute, maybe I saw... You, it's a bunch of penguins in an apartment? Would you assume that a movie named Mr. Popper's Penguins, like, unless he is just, like, a, a penguin enthusiast, how many movies is he going to do? Is, if Danny DeVito was in it, I would assume it would be excellent. Oh, I'd watch that, Mr. Popper's Penguin.
Mr. Popper. Oh, is it's a just penguin. Jim Carrey and like the penguin, like him from Batman Returns living together. <laughs> yes. At <laughs> all. I will watch that. I don't remember what the question was now. Anyway, oh, so well, that anyway, was that that was Jim Carrey's daddy daycare for me. Like I couldn't follow him there. I, I Eddie Murphy, I will defend with my last breath unless you bring up daddy daycare. And then I'm just like, listen, they're not all gems. I can't. But again, if we apply our linear code, Daddy Daycare for me leans more toward Toy Story as opposed to what's the one in the fat suit? What's that? The new, which new, which one in the fat suit? New, the clumps. You don't no, about no, the clumps no, 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 or no. Norbit? Norbit. Okay. Norbit. He's, he doesn't just have one with a fat suit. Like Norbit. you have to specify which one you mean. Okay. So getting back to the movie you actually saw. Sure. Right. Yeah. Angela Lansbury. Yes, um, she's in it. Yes, and that's all you recall. A very, she's in there for the, the, most of the other names in it are not like very noteworthy, like like actors. You've got a lot of like vocal talent in there, but they're mm-hmm. not necessarily popularized us. in other. Or like, they're definitely not us. They're Otherwise, not us. Okay. Or I've just forgotten. <laughs> so, I guess my biggest question is: you, it was so concisely done in the original cartoon. What is added to make this, I guess, 90 minutes or more? Most of it, like, most of it, like, would be best summed up as why, why the Grinch stole Christmas. Like, oh, it, it because the original, like, you, he doesn't explain to you, like, why he was hurt, like, what, what is, you know, what made, what drove him to steal. He's just, he has to stop Christmas from coming. Yeah. You don't give a you don't get a reason for it. He's not like I, I was I was and yet doing he's a this. dog owner. Which they actually like Max is kind of the thing that helps him find his come humanity. Come to think of it, Hitler was also a dog owner. So that's is that what they were saying? That's, I don't think so. I mean, I most Illumination films don't touch <laughs> on <laughs> re- really Nazi anything. Okay. I just, just, I just wondered if it was a a, a little subtext. That's all. I, I I don't know this for a fact. <laughs> um, Scott Mosier, one of the co-directors. I I mean, I can I can tweet him see if maybe there was some context that I was not privy to. Okay, so um, his dog helps him become a better person, yes. which is totally believable. And of course, Cindy Lou Who also like helps him find. And like I said, it, it's a when when I say realistic, I understand that I'm applying it to like the town of Whoville and mm-hmm. a man whose heart grows like three sizes, like all of things which are not really real. Now, here's something that I'd never really thought about before. You have the town of Whoville. Are they not the same Who's that Horton heard? Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm going to go out there and say. Um, it's probably probable that like the the one fish two fish red fish blowfish are also part of okay, that. Okay, it's universe. not red fish blowfish. That's a Whatever. that's a totally different movie. That's, that was Hootie. That was Hootie and the Blowfish's fourth <laughs> album. I'm sorry, I've forgotten about one that. One fish two fish puffer fish blowfish. That was okay. that was the that was the lesser red sequel that he did. <laughs> you should know I have a one fish two fish red fish bluefish uh, Christmas ornament, and because that's why we're talking about the Grinch. There's also like a, a Cat in the Hat Returns book. There's a Grinch, Grinch is the cat in the hat. I have a problem with thing one and thing two. They made me really anxious, okay? Because they were going to screw stuff up, and then the kids would get in trouble, and it really, I mean, anxious. I hated them. They are metaphors for everyone's cousin, like, I think. 
I hated them, and I still do, and they really bother me. I will, I will guarantee you there is going to be an animated Cat in the Hat, like, Again? announced mm-hmm. within the next two years. Okay. Especially if this thing hits the way they want it to. Oh, I'm sure. They'll still start seussing up here and there. So I, I, I've always enjoyed the Illumination films. Does, does this one hit on the funny? I don't, I don't think it nails it the way that the Despicable movies, like, I, like the, I, those, those really just sold me. Like, yeah. I, I adore them, and no, no small part thanks to um, Steve Carell. Well, I was going to go with Michael Scott, but we can call okay, him by sure, his real whatever. name too. Like, th- <laughs> those films, like, like they just, all, they work for me. Like, the mm-hmm. cylinders are just pumping. I don't think it is necessarily on a Despicable level. But the film works like Illumination, like outside of, let's say, Pixar, probably has the best track record for animation, like of the last, Mm -hmm. let's say, 15, 20 years. So kids whose parents didn't love them enough to show them the 1968 version of The Grinch and will have nothing to compare it to, they are going to be over the moon. I, I think they will be satisfied with this. I, I think some of my disappointment for it is that, like, I I want to compare it to the gold. I mean, honestly, the Seuss adaptation aside, it's kind of a holiday. It, like, it's the gold standard of holiday TV specials. Mm-hmm. Like, that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty mm-hmm. the Snowman are, like, are also part of. Like, maybe, um, is it a Charlie Brown Christmas or is it? What mm-hmm. what is the name of it? It's not like it's Charlie Brown it's or it's Charlie Christmas Brown, Charlie Christmas, Brown or something. Whatever the case, the the kind of those quintif- quintessential holiday films that CBS like lines mm-hmm. up that week before Christmas. That 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 is part of like that pantheon. And every time I watch that, that's the one that I'm comparing it to. Any right. any adaptation of the Grinch, like I said at the the beginning of the podcast, it's not going to. It, it can't stand that kind of scrutiny. And if you go in with that mindset as an adult who has more than likely seen yes. that that special, you it will not meet your standard. As a kid that is unaware, possibly, of either of the other Grinch movies, because at this point, one of them's 20 years old and the other is 50? Is that right? About. It was 70s, isn't it? I thought it was 68. Wow. But well, I was saying, like, it's... Close enough. It's long in the tooth. Um, a kid that goes in without any of that kind of preconceived whatever, I think they will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's going to be the parent that is sitting there just being like, well, that, that doesn't sound like. You. So the kid that I talked to today named Daniel, who didn't know that there was an Elton John song named Daniel, would, in theory, love this because clearly he has no sense of history. Or like a little girl whose name is Layla and doesn't know about yeah, Eric Clapton. Like, yeah. Yes, I, I think th- it has got enough of what makes those Illumination movies work that, that they are going to be satisfied with it. Okay. Like, it's still a solid movie. It's just when you're touching hallowed ground like that, it it's like somebody trying to remake The Godfather. Now. Like. It will almost certainly not live up to the original. One more important thing. We have the Grinch, and is it is it called the Grinch or how the Grinch stole Christmas? It is just the Grinch. Okay. So, not a Grinch. 
But in this one, it's the same story as How the Grinch Stole Essentially, Christmas. So does yeah. that mean it's going to follow the Ernest films? Will the Grinch go to camp? Will he steal Easter? Well, is it going that way? I I can tell you that I hope so. Okay. And if Jim Varney in animated form could somehow meet the Grinch, like That'd I, be awesome. I would be there with bells on. Okay. I, I did consider this while I was watching it, though. And this kind of touches on something you and I covered a couple weeks ago. Alan Rickman mm-hmm. would have made a spectacular Grinch. Oh, yeah. Like live action, animated, like Anything. reading, like just doing a book on to it. Much in the way that Alan Rickman is always good. Like, if Alan Rickman made you a hamburger, you better believe that hamburger would be the best hamburger I that you would no ever doubt. have. You would be talking about that hamburger 10 years after you had that hamburger. Yeah. Um, I, I, on, Honest to goodness, like, you would ask me, who is the modern day um, Severus Snape mm-hmm. or uh, Alan Rickman yeah. as his, his name? I think, I think it's Benedict. I think you're I, right. I think if you can plug... He's, he's been a... He's been a, a green creature now. He's been a dragon. He's been gone. He's been Sherlock. He's been, uh, you know, the guy with the, yes, the problem solving. Yes, he's been a guy. Solving. He's been the several problem guys. solving guy. Uh, you know that guy. You Batman. Know. No. Sherlock. Batman. No, no, no. For the World War Two thing, and he's did that. Was he a magician? The, the code thing. That one. Oh, oh, you're talking about Benedict Cumberbatch. I was thought looking for Alan Rickman movies. No. Oh, okay, yes. Alan I, Rickman wasn't a dragon. Was you're, he? you're talking about Imitation Game. Yes. Okay, there you go. I'm sure during the course of his career, he voiced a dragon somewhere. So, oh, Alan Rickman probably, probably. animated. So I'm just saying, Benedict has been so many. You can you can honestly iconic things. Plug those two like. Ages aside, like what role? Oh, and, what and role can you Strange. not interchange the two of them and it still work? Like yeah. remake Die Hard with let's say John Favreau directing, Chris Pratt as John McClane, mm-hmm. and Benedict Cumberbatch as um, the main villain. Like that movie would still work mm-hmm. with him in that role. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. Alan Rickman as the voice of Smaug. Like that. Were, I'm just saying, like. Literally, you can take any role they have played over the years, and I think you could probably make you could probably make it work. And we, I couldn't come up with it the other day, but mm-hmm. I do think he is the modern equivalent of Alan Rickman. You know how I know I'm doing parenting right? My eldest child walked outside into the cold and went, "Look, I'm Smaug." <laughs> See, and that made me feel good. And she pronounced it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fool around. Oh, man. I, I love jumping on people when they're like, it's Smag, Smog the Dragon. Smag? And I'm like, Smag? It's Smog. Smog, not Smog. You don't breathe it in. You're not in California. Smog. <sighs> smog, Smog. Sip some oh. Anyway, so The Grinch, you would say, go see it. It's pleasant. You'll enjoy it. Probably. It's, it's non essential. Will we hear the song? Is he a mean one, Mr. Grinch? Uh, another question uh, that was raised in it like you have a lot of holiday classics that are being like and they're not it's not versions within the like it's not a who singing it it is the like if it bing crosby singing Mm -hmm. they are playing those like diegetically in the movie diegetically really yeah hit you with that (laughs) i got a degree in film get off my case diegetically what i'm saying is (laughs) they are recognizing those versions of that song which means there is either a who bing or bing who like all of these people that sing these holiday... By the way, Bing did not sing. 
Pinkerton. Remain one, Mr. Grinch. No, I'm not saying he sung that one, but I'm saying he sings. <laughs> so he, I don't want to hear. There's a holiday classic. I don't want to hear a who there's, person. There's as like Bing there's like a rap it. version of it in this. It's not. It's a oh hip hop or I something. I was just gonna say that. I if think they're rapping it. it. It's something like that. Well, Pharrell Williams, the the oh you okay know, Grammy winning producer is the narrator. Yes, yeah, so stop dumping on Pharrell. I love Pharrell. Um, like he he narrates the movie. Oh. So, it's not, yeah, so it, I, I Anthony Hopkins, it's, a, it's not, the Boris Karloff, like, wasn't, like, pulled out of mothballs, huh. like, for anything. Yeah, I guarantee there's some sort of synergy there between the soundtrack and yes, his I'm narration. Sure okay, that answered that. But, like I said, the music, okay, so, if they can hear those holiday, cl- and like I said, it's, it is the, the version that you always hear. It's the one that's on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not a version of it that they re-recorded for this. Do those people exist within the... The Who universe. I just or, or want the, to know if you the hear the song. That's all I wanted to know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know if you heard the song. Yes. All right. So, uh, The Grinch. That is it. And uh, next week is Grindenwald. I, I believe Grindenwald. Grindenwald. Which, it, have you noticed that they have Harry Potter toys like back in stores? Even though Harry Potter does not appear... Like they've got Hermione toys, like they never had Ron toys, um, and like Harry to- like Dumbledore, who is in this movie. Like I ain't seen no Dumbledore like mm-hmm. stuff anywhere. Mm-hmm. I I have not seen like. I think it's interesting that they're still making toys for those movies that ended like eight years ago. They're they're not still making them. They're never stopped. They never stopped making them. The extra yeah. supplies they have. You're had. just like, listen, we pumped twelve billion dollars out of that thing. We've still got these in the Harry Potter warehouse. All right. Nice. Well, uh, I really hope it's good because that's the movie I've been waiting to see. You've got the sure you've got the same writer J.K.'s involved. You have the same director that did oh, like the last close? three J.K. That's what yeah. yeah okay. We tweet. All right. Yeah. I mean, okay. she doesn't respond, yeah, but I okay. tweet her all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to come over? You want to hang out? You want to mm-hmm. watch Harry Potter? No. Don't block me. <laughs> no, I don't even get the no. I, maybe she. Maybe that's why uh, she's muted me. That's... Okay. Well, that will be next week, and I am uh, very much looking forward to that. So thank you, Bill, for lending your voice to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.